Well, hello once again and welcome to The Kitchen Table. This is Arctic Eric, and you have found the podcast Fika with Arctic Eric. Fika, that freedom that is yours and mine in Christ Jesus always. That freedom to know him more personally, more deeply, more intimately. The freedom to hear his voice and follow him, and the freedom to share him with others. Well, here we are. Look at this. Already our 13th time here at the kitchen table looking at the topic or the subject of deliverance. And as I began to prepare to meet with you here at the kitchen table, and by the way, I do appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with me at the kitchen table. But as I said, as I was sitting here at the kitchen table thinking about you and our time together and looking at my notes for part 13, which I'm calling preparation, the preparation to minister, deliverance, uh, I thought, wow, well, it's not going to be one part, so this will be 13-1, and then when we sit here the next time, it will be the second part of the preparation. Okay, let's go here. Obviously, uh, we're prepared ourselves uh, because we are armed with the Word of God, and uh, the shield of faith, the Word of God, uh, is so important for us, not only in our daily lives, no matter what we're involved with, but of course, particularly in this context, when we're ministering deliverance, personal deliverance. I do encourage you, if you've not listened to the earlier chats we've had here at the kitchen table, that you do so in preparation uh, one uh, teaching does build upon the other. Okay, let's go to the Word of God here and, and remind ourselves of some things that Jesus is speaking about or is being spoken about that have to do with the authority and with the uh, fact that the enemy or the ruler of this world, as we're told in John sixteen eleven, the ruler of this world has been judged. Yes, the world is still under the sway of the evil one, but he has been judged. We know from 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, that for this purpose, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, was manifested. What was that purpose? That he, Christ, might destroy the works of the devil, the works of the evil one. So Christ came, among other things, was manifested that he might destroy the work of the evil one, which, of course, he has accomplished, and he's given us a, a part in that as well. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, when he, Jesus, that's our Lord, our King, our Savior, our Master, the name of Jesus in which is the authority that we minister, when Jesus had disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made public display of them, having triumphed over them. Christ is the victor, and he has given us the victory, and he's given us his name to enforce that victory on behalf of others through the ministry, among other things, of deliverance. In Luke 10:19, as we are being prepared to minister, Jesus wants to remind us that, Behold, I've given you power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, 
and nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is so important to keep in mind as we are prepared. We we have the armor upon us, and we're rearmed here with the Word of God, reminded by the Word of God that nothing shall by any means hurt you. Thoughts will come as we minister, and uh, we have the Scripture to tear down, to pull down every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. He has told us that he's given us power and authority, and that power and authority extends over all the power of the enemy, and that in the process, nothing by any means shall harm us. In Mark chapter 16, the long ending, verses 15, 16, 17, and 18, Jesus says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. What is the first sign here in Mark that Jesus says will follow we who believe, every believer? They shall cast out demons. That's right. That is the topic of this series of deliverance. They shall cast out demons. It isn't our authority, of course. We talked about that clearly before, but it's in the authority that comes from the name of Jesus. Let's continue here with some words from Jesus again in Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, where he is commanding to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out demons. That's right. That's Jesus speaking. Why? Because you have freely received, you can freely give you have received from him the instruction in Scripture, the authority in his name, and he desires that we freely give further to others the freedom that is found in Christ Jesus. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, this is another one that's important for us as we prepare ourselves to remind ourselves that God has not given the spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind. You have the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, and he is the source of power. He is the person of love, the source, the channel, the supply of that love, and he is the one who works to transform our minds to give us a sound mind. We know that the battle is Number one, in thoughts. And thoughts will come in our lives on all levels and even more at times when we're ministering what's called personally de- personal deliverance. Sometimes fear will try to raise its head, but God immediately squelches that fear. As we recall, we're armed with the Word of God that tells us, but wait, 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 God has given you power over all the work of the enemy, a love that passes all understanding, the very love of God himself, and a sound mind, a renewed mind, a transformed mind in accordance with Scripture, so that we who have been renewed in the thoughts in our mind, in a, that we are able to simply say yes to Jesus, yes, Holy Spirit, let 
your will be done. Let that which has been renewed in my mind, let it occur, let it happen. Let me minister to those in need of freedom, those who who have in fact suffered with fear. Another point to remember, James tells us in chapter 4, verse 7, that we're to submit ourselves to God. We stay submitted to God. And in that process, we resist the devil and he will flee. And that's marvelous advice, which we'll take up again, that when we're ministering and someone has been set free, that they are encouraged and urged and challenged and reminded to continually walk submitted to God. That in that, when the liar comes and the lie comes, they'll be able to resist, resist the enemy through the power of God, and he and his thoughts and his lies will flee. It's part of that process of preparation. So, you know, there was a time in our lives when we put on the whole armor of God, marvelous verses there. We can look at it sometime in Ephesians, and we want to be fully armed. We want to be fully prepared to minister Well, listen, thanks for being here with me at the kitchen table. This has been Preparation Part 13, Subpart 1 about deliverance, preparing to minister to those who are in need. Again, I remind you to listen to all the parts. They do build one upon the other. Well, I want to pray the best prayer I know right now for you, and that is this, that God's good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for you in you, and through you today to others. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Good day.